This is exactly right. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. Uh, the sun is out. Uh, what's happening? I got a haircut this morning. I don't even know if it was time to get a haircut yet, but a couple of days ago I started wondering if I should get a haircut. And then yesterday I realized that I wasn't going to stop thinking about getting a haircut until I got one. So I pulled the trigger. I don't know. I probably could have gone a couple more weeks, but I couldn't live with that kind of floating over me and I feel better. I feel free and I need to be free. I need to be ready for today's podcast because I love our guest. It's Betsy Sidaro. Betsy, welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm glad you got the haircut. Thank you so much. Like I know that feeling of like, I, it's going to just stick with me until I just do this thing. It haunts you. Yes, it really does. Every time you see yourself in a mirror, you're questioning it. Yeah. And you feel it like just a little bit more than usual. You're like, (laughs) I got to get this cut, man. (laughs) How often are you getting a haircut? Um... Every couple of months, okay. if even, like, recently I've been, I was shooting something where I wasn't allowed to cut it, so Ooh. that felt kind of nuts. And truly, it didn't get crazy long. Right. You have kind but, of a mid-length hair. Yeah. So, like, you can go a little inch further, no one's yeah. going to notice. And it's curly, like, yeah, it, has it kind can of a... be messy and it's still the same thing, you know? And so when you were shooting this thing, how long did you go fully without cutting your hair? Probably, like... August to December. Oh, that's a piece. Yeah, big chunk of time, big chunk of time. I cut it in December, and I had to go back in January for this thing. And they're like, (laughs) you cut your hair, huh? And I was like, how could you tell? And they're like, don't worry, it doesn't mess anything up, but we know. The the hairdressers. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, truly, it's not a big deal, but we know. You let us know. (laughs) I hope that there'll be on IMDb people just freaking out. Huge gap. Yeah, this is crazy. How could, because it's for, it's for ghosts. Oh, the sure, show sure. Ghosts, right. And so it is like, you're not, I cannot change my appearance because I'm a dead, a ghost. I'm a dead person. Does a ghost ever get a haircut? No. That's a good question. That is a good question. Is that available in the afterlife? Oh, mm, We man. wonder. From everything I know, which is not a lot, it seems like no. You kind of you're stuck with whatever you're buried in. I think so. I don't know. Or like whatever you die in, maybe. I don't know how that works. That's a good question about like between the dying and then being buried. Some people die and that's you know, they get buried in whatever. Right. I mean their killer buries them in their clothes. But uh, if you die another way, you yeah. have your outfit there, then you get the outfit that your family yeah. picks out or whatever, and you're in the coffin. Right. 
So that's uh, something we need to explore further. We've got to get into that. Do you ever think about, I think about this a lot when I'm watching a show or a movie where people are like, okay, we have to go battle whatever it might be. Like, uh, I was thinking of this with Stranger Things when they like get ready to go fight the Demogorgon. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. And I... Like, do you ever wonder, like, what would I wear if I was getting ready to go? Like, I feel I'd be like, I have to wear my favorite pants, my favorite sweatshirt. Like, I feel I would be like, I have to wear something that I look cool in if I die. Think about the pressure of that. I mean, I do think about that of like, if if I ever go missing, I want to be in a good outfit. Right. I mean, you're going to be all over the news. You're going to be all over the news. And they're going to be like last scene wearing like, you, yeah, you got to be, you got to be looking good. Yeah. You don't want rescue workers saying you look like shit, you know. We're not, actually, we're not looking that hard because from the description, they look like shit. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to rescue them. And if you're going to fight a demon or some otherworldly thing, the yeah, pressure there. The pressure. Crushing. I have a hard time dressing in the morning Me for too. nothing. Me too. Truly, to get up and move to like the couch or my office, I'm like, what am I going to look like today? I better look cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll know full well I'm not going to see another person all day. And I'm still, I'm, I'm trying on a couple different shirts. Yeah. I've got to look nice. What mood are you in? Right. Like, it sets that whole thing. Yes, yes. I mean, what, like, your normal morning when you're choosing something to wear, yeah. do you have like a uniform? Yes. Yes, it's truly like you see these pants I'm wearing. Yes, They're just like nice khaki. khakis from J. Crew. I have like twenty pairs of these. You do because I truly once I find like something I like mm-hmm. and that fits pretty good, I'm like I better get a million before they stop making them because they always do. It's such a good. I mean, and I uh, do the opposite where I just I'll buy one thing. Yeah, and then. Years later, they're not producing it anymore, and then I'm going all over the website. That happened to me too many times, and it's devastating. So it's now awful. I truly am like, I like this thing. I'm going to buy 20 of it. And do you stock up in the moment, or do you take one pair of pants home, and then you're like, I love it, and then you return Usually to the like store. one pair of pants, and then truly like I wear them one time. I'm like, I got to get like five more pairs. I got to <laughs> just get five more pa- pairs just in case, because they rule. So I'll like do that. And then T-shirt. You've got a t-shirt under a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. And that's kind of my whole setup. It's a great look. T-shirt, these pants, and a sweatshirt. It's a very casual, good-looking snappy. Thank you. I like it. Do you have a uniform? Like, are you... No, I I need to dial it back a little. I have so many shirts. I'm only wearing maybe... 10 of them. Yeah. The rest are just there to get in the way of, and to like give me the illusion of choice. Yes. I think a lot of those just need to be put in storage or something. Yeah. And I just use the same 10 shirts until they're gone. Yeah. I don't know. I, it takes up so much of my energy in the morning trying to decide and no one cares. Absolutely no one cares. Nobody gives a shit. Who am I? I don't care what people are wearing. (laughs) Right. Why do I care what I am wearing? Like, who cares? I will say, though, it is easy when you're like, okay, I only have these pants to pick from. Sounds incredible. So I'll pick a pair. Do you ever worry about the pants going out of style? You know what? No, not anymore. I'm kind of over. I've never, believe it or not. I've never been one for being into fashion. But you you are so snappily dressed. Oh you look God, very thank hip. You. Thank you. I do? Yes. Oh, cool. 
Oh my god, that's like so nice. Nobody's ever told me that before. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. I just, I feel though it's a pretty classic safe style. Like I plan on wearing this till I'm like 110. You know, <laughs> and then you'll start thinking about a new, and then a new maybe look. I'll get into a new look. I don't, but I don't work like. Because now it feels like the 2000s are back oh. for fashion. And I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. That look, the early two, like late 90s, early 2000s look, I really thought we had all learned our lesson. With. I, I thought you. we'd all been like, this is, we look Like, this is horrible. awful, right? <laughs> I'm rewatching, not rewatching. I'm watching for the first time Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. And the fashion is really <laughs> funny. But then you see, like, red carpets and shit now and it's like they're wearing what Buffy wore to the prom and that's <laughs> awful looking <laughs> there's a lot of uh, you know like wide leg pants coming very back very wide leg that for me I, I don't know that I can ever cross back across that bridge no, I was there I refuse I was traumatized I need my I need my pants hugging my legs I need uh, to, like, to be able to see the shape of my body in some way in some way not to where it's like oh god right. you see everything <laughs> but like to be like oh okay yep there are your legs yeah you there should be able to identify ankles. both of my legs you're not wearing boots so you don't need a boot cut pant a boot cut yeah yeah as you become an adult I'm like how much should I be wor- worrying about this yeah I'm not a child I'm not yeah. a teen I, what, who am I trying to be cool for right I also feel like I just, within the last, like, six or seven years, have started figuring out how I like clothes to fit me and mm-hmm. how to find clothes that fit me, you right. know? It's Im- nearly impossible. It's crazy. I started doing, like, getting stuff tailored. Oh, I need to get over to, to a tailor. I feel so fancy. Even if it's just, like, just make these pants not long, like, just so that I can wear them without them touching the floor, please. Like, I feel so fancy. <laughs> of course. You're it's getting so a pair of, the clothes are now just for you. Yeah. Rather than wherever you bought yeah. them at Target or what have you. Yeah. And whatever Target tells you your body size is. Ugh. It's a- Target. Tar- How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> what did you listen to on your way over here? I was listening to the, um, what's it called? Wild Thing? The Siegfried and Roy podcast. Oh, the podcast about what? About the attack. Oh, it's simply about the attack? Yeah, <laughs> yeah wild things. How many episodes is it? Uh, eight episodes. Uh, how much do they have to get into about the attack? Uh, it's a lot. It's good. <laughs> Trust me, you want every episode. You want every, because you like learn, of course, the history of everything. Oh, okay. And like, of Siegfried and Roy Oh, it's it's really good. It's and, really entertaining. It's sad. Right. Because I'm in the last episode where they're telling you everything that happened that night. To where I was like, <laughs> my stomach was even like, dude, this is intense. Oh, to be a spectator in that audience. Wild. They interview one woman who's like, I didn't know what was going on, but I knew it wasn't part of the show. <laughs> She's like, I saw Roy like hit the tiger oh. with a mic. Oh. Like as the tiger was like. On top of him, and right. then they like pulled the curtains and made sure nobody from the audience. Oh wow! Sauced Who was running the curtains that night? That, the pressure to be like, I think it is <laughs> yes. time. It's finally. Then, oh God! <laughs> After oh. thousands of shows, now's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be glad they hired me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever uh, interacted with like a big cat or big animal like that? You know, I was actually on. Oh, this feels so wild. I was on a TV show 
called Animal Practice. Okay. Like 10 years ago. Oh, on I remember the show. Yeah. And in the pilot, I think there was a big tiger in a cage. Oh. And it was crazy. And it like sprayed piss everywhere. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, man, this is crazy. Like to have a beat, like where everybody's like, what's that smell? And like the trainer was like, oh, yeah, he sprayed his urine everywhere because uh, he's uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, yeah. He's got to be. <laughs> Were you present wild. when it sprayed piss everywhere? I came in afterwards. And okay. I was like, oh, and everybody's like, he sprayed piss everywhere. <laughs> like, okay, man. Wow. So that was, I think, the biggest animal that was on the show. That. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever been around big, uh, big animals like that. I'm trying to think of the the biggest I've been around, and it was You've probably been a fox, like a horse. Yeah, I guess a horse, but a but horse is kind of a car. Yeah. You know, it's more of a Julie. motorcycle or something. <laughs> I mean, not to de... Dude, horses are going to get pissed at you for saying I know. that. <laughs> I, I need to reach out to the horse community. <laughs> We're getting a lot of negative comments. <laughs> oh, no, I'll leave. I got to get out of here, has been asked to leave the I podcast. I got to get out of here. We'll see her to the door. Uh, no, um... I guess I've seen a horse, and yeah. then beyond that, I I would like to get close to a tiger or a lion at some point. Yeah, like oh, yeah. I would, I would love to pet a bear. Oh, you know, I grew up in Colorado in the mountains, and we would get bears in the summer. Would you see them? Yes. So, like, my dog would wake me up because he, of course, would be losing his mind because <laughs> they would be, like, digging through our trash. Oh, And it was God. always, like, a mama and two cubs. And so I would then wait. I would go and wake up my mom because she was like, whenever there's a bear, wake me up. And we would just, like, sit sit and watch them. Wow. What kind of bears were they? I think they were brown bears. Um I think I think they were because they weren't. I mean, they of course were big, but weren't like grizzly bear yeah. size. But, and like, it was well, very actually, much like we could bears. knock on the window and they would run away. Oh, you know, they okay, were very okay. aware of humans mm-hmm. and stuff. But it was cute. <laughs> it was always cute. Where were you living in Colorado? This was Breckenridge. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. kind of mountainy. Yeah. Okay. Big ski place. Right. And now let me ask you. Yeah. You're, you say Colorado. Yeah. But do most people in Colorado say Colorado? Colorado, Colorado. This is something that's been uh, on my mind for the last 20 years. Oh, my God. It has. You should Google it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I... wonder if because you lived in Breckenridge, which I think is like, you know, it's in the mountains a little removed from the Denver suburb area. Oh, my Uh. God. I don't know. I gotta ask some of my friends who still live there. But it's hard to ask people because the moment you say it, they're thinking about how they're saying yeah. it. Yeah. And they're second guessing how they pronounce it. I used to have a shirt that said Coloradical. Oh, I mean, that's. So it must be Colorado. Proof. Yeah, that's, I mean, you don't say radical. You never say radical. If you say radical, you're an alien and you're found out. We found out you're an alien. We caught radical, you. dudes. <laughs> we got you, you alien. Whoa. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. And it is rad. It's rad. It's colorful. We know it's colorful from yeah, the license welcome plate. To colorful Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it's the signs that say that. Doesn't but the mean... signs are brown and white. I know. Put, throw like, some color like on those. Boot brown and then white letters is like, come, they make it make it colorful. Well, they're, they don't want to uh, pull focus from I nature. Guess. You know, they're like, well, we're just here to announce. Okay. We're here to announce and maybe pull okay. the curtains if needed. Um, yeah. Have you seen. Uh, I was just looking at this this morning, the etiquette guide that I think 
the new, yeah. maybe New York new Magazine Mag. Yeah, may have something. Done. Yeah. Have you read it? Yes, I think I read all of it, and there were some things where I was like, no. Can you remember any of the things? One was, and I think it was for parenting, like if it was about gifts, like if a birthday party on the invitation it says no gifts, then you should always, like, then bring a gift. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Crazy. Like, there were just a few where it was like, I don't. I don't think so because I also do them. <laughs> so I'm like, no, that can't be rude. Well, the I gift know how to thing, behave. <laughs> like to set the gift thing out as a hard, fast rule of like absolutely bring a gift makes. I think you like think about the people throwing the party. Yes. Think about yes. there are other things you need to consider other than what it says on the invitation. Yes. Certainly, and it was under like parenting, right? And so I think it was for like a kids party. And I remember, like, I've had multiple friends who have kids be like. You don't need to bring us anything. Or like, if anything, diapers. Like, the kid does not need anything else right Right, another cute t-shirt or (laughs) whatever. We've got plenty for this three-month-old baby. Yeah. Were there any that stuck out to you? Because, yeah. There is one that stuck out to me, and I was really annoyed by it. It was um, splitting the bill. It said, uh, when you eat out, you should always split the bill evenly. And I, for the most part, agree with that. But I think you need to take into account... If somebody's really going for it with yes. their order, that yes. person should be responsible. Yes. We all know how ordering and paying and yes. how costs add up. Yep. If I'm or- like if I go to dinner and I order nine entrees, I'm not going to be like everybody we're splitting the bill. We're splitting the bill. Sorry, that's the rule. I didn't offer you any of them, but we're splitting the bill. I mean, I think uh, you should be aware of it. when everybody or- kind of orders the same thing and maybe someone orders something slightly then more it's who gets fine. shit. Right. Yes. And I also, I think it's on the other person. I think the person who's going crazy ordering needs to speak up. I do, up. too. They shouldn't be called out. No. That's so uncomfortable. I think they need to be like, hey, and I, like, lost my mind getting nine entrees. <laughs> Let me pay for those, and you guys pay for whatever you need. Like, yeah. I, I, that one, yes, weirded me out, too. Cause yeah. Like, that... No, because I feel bad if I get, like, a martini or something and a friend doesn't, where it's like, that's like 20 bucks. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, like, I, with drinking. And then I do think on the list it was like, the next one was like, if you if people are drinking, they should offer to pay the tip, which makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah. But if they order nine martinis, again, <laughs> that's way more than the tip. I shouldn't have to point out tip. that you drink a lot of martinis and you are. Exactly. Passed out in the booth. drunk mad at you and yes. be like, were you saying I got an issue or something? I'm not driving you home. Yeah. No, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, that one, I think that was the one Really, the only one that I was like, this doesn't work for me. Yeah. We, we need to, we should be shaming the other side of the eating yes. out rather than the people who are getting robbed right. blind. Right. Uh, but I mean, it was like a list of 150 things. It was a lot. It was, it was a lot. But uh, I kind of glazed over the parent thing. I was like, this is, this will never I, happen for me. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> ever worried about that shit, man. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for the most part, I, I guess I'm on board with modern etiquette. Outside of I the like one it. thing, I might yeah. make a scene at dinner, but what are we gonna do? I mean, I'm just putting that out there. You can't win it all, okay? <laughs> you can't win everything. You, you can't. New York or whatever you, whoever published that. <laughs> I think it was New York Magazine. I think could so. be wrong. It was one of New York, many, New York's many beautiful New York publications. Uh, I think it was the Empire State Building. It was, <laughs> it was the Empire Gazette. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the pilot issue of the Empire Gazette. They the just got out. Issue. We're hoping to get picked up. Please share it. <laughs> <laughs> we 
got a green light on our uh, newspaper. Uh, I mean, I mean, and I didn't bring this up just for a segue. I really didn't. I really no. brought it up more because I wanted to complain about paying at dinner. Yeah. Uh, and the the gifts thing that you brought up was, I mean, it does feel like a gorgeous segue to me. Kind of perfect. Calling you out in an enormous way. I'm <laughs> furious. I'm pissed. Ah, uh, okay. Betsy, the podcast is called "I Said No Gifts." Mm-hmm. I was thrilled you were coming. I was, I've been anticipating it. I thought Betsy's so funny. We're going to have the time of our lives. No, uh, no hurt feelings. Right. No discomfort. Just simply two friends sitting in the backyard chatting it up. So it, it, we're recording this at one o'clock, about one o'clock. I mean, you did show up right on time. Uh-huh. So that was nice. But then that was immediately canceled out by you holding what's obviously... Nothing has looked ever looked more like a gift than this. It's such a gift. It's, it, it looks like such a gift. It's a uh, grocery bag folded in half. Yeah, it doesn't look like I'm going to the grocery store to reuse a bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, you got really mad at me. Immediately. You kicked me in the shit. It hurt. <laughs> Several times. Yeah. You fell to the ground, and I walked up into the backyard and said, see you soon. See you soon. Pull yourself back together. Here. Oh, my shins. <laughs> I did. I brought you a gift, okay? Well, should I open it here on the podcast? I think so. Okay. Uh, let's... I think you're going to love it. <laughs> well, I hope so. Now you've overhyped it. This could be extremely this disappointing. This could be the coolest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> Nothing okay? will ever be better. Nothing will ever be better. As I said, it's in kind of a grocery bag, and we're going to open it up here. We're and I need you to know this is how I give people gifts this is anyways. How I'm like, oh, here's a bag. We all have these under our sinks. Just throw yes. it in a bag. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? It's a DVD four-movie midnight marathon pack. Demons. Demons. It's demon-themed. Demon-themed movies. Have I seen any of them? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have. (laughs) I've heard of one of these. Really? Which one? Devil. Devil. Devil, I think, came out in maybe like 2011, 2012. It was the movie about people getting caught in an elevator. (gasps) And because of the devil? It must be if it's demon-themed. The devil is running the elevator (gasps) or something. That sounds good. Can I have it back? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. You should have thought twice. Dang it. Yeah, Devil's here. It's got the elevator there. Then we've got Long Time Dead. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. House of Voices. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. And Whisper. Hmm. That's a nice name for a movie. That doesn't even have to be about demons. That's kind of wasted. That could have been a nice movie. I bet there's a nice movie called Whisper (laughs) as well. You know? (laughs) Kind of a romantic movie. Okay, tell me why you brought this. Um... I, you know, I thought it would be fun. I love horror movies. What's your favorite horror movie? Uh, of all, okay, I got two. Okay, The Thing. The Thing. I, John Carpenter. Oh, the I thing. love The Thing, of course. Unreal, so good. And a nice different setting for a horror movie. Yes, yes, Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It's not just a house. Well, no. I do love a haunted house. Let's I be honest. I love a haunted yeah. house. Uh, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, terrific! Kind of. Bordering though, I mean, yes, it's such very a B bordering. movie. It's it, yes, it's such a funny, great yes, cult classic. Yeah, it's a. I would say it's a cult classic. Yes. It, it almost feels like an intentionally cult classic. Yes. I mean, it's 
it's a movie about clowns coming from outer space yeah. and kind of cocooning people in cotton, in cotton candy. candy. <laughs> it's like when I used to teach improv, I would be like, everybody go watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space because it's the perfect example of if this, then what else and blowing <laughs> out a world. Because it is like, of course, popcorn shoots out of their guns and chases <laughs> after you and is evil. Of course, they put a like, they make a balloon animal dog to hunt you down. <laughs> like, it's it's such a great movie. It really stays on theme. It really it's does. It's incredible. They, they play killer clowns around her space game so hard. And how do they end up defeating the clowns? So they learn that if you shoot, if you hit the clown's nose, nose they die. Oh, that makes sense. And then there's a giant clown, Clownzilla at the end, and they... <laughs> hit the clown's nose, and then it sucks everything up. <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> and everything's fine. Were you uh, ever scared of clowns? Yes. You were scared. Yes, it's... I still, like, I don't need to be around a clown ever, <laughs> you know? I, I've i never been afraid of clowns. Really? I feel like there are three categories of people. There yeah. are people who are, like you, genuinely afraid of clowns, people like me who... Whatever. Could care less. I mean, if one's holding a knife or weapon, oh. sure. Even or... if they aren't, though, aren't they awful looking to you? Not really. Really? Who cares? It's a... Oh, if a clown was standing right there watching us, you'd be fine? <laughs> if there was any hum- any person standing there that wasn't invited watching us, I would be afraid. I don't care what okay, they're wearing. Okay, okay. Right. nun, a nurse. Ooh, a nun. That- okay, these are all nasty examples. I'm naming Halloween costumes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's not a Halloween <laughs> costume? Um, a janitor. A janitor, yeah. A, a janitor standing there, that would be creepy. That would be creepy. I, I mean, they would be an intruder in my yard, and they're right. watching silently. Like, how'd you get the bucket up here? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with that mop? This what is concrete. Do, we don't need to mop the concrete, sir. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't find them okay. that scary. Uh, and then I think there's this other category yeah. of people who say they're afraid of clowns. Okay. And it's more of a thing to... And I think this has actually gone away a little bit. Yeah. I think that was more of like a 90s, early thousands thing. And now, I do you know what I think it is? Is people what? saying they're scared of CGI. They'll say oh. like a CGI animal looks scary. That sort okay. of thing. Like Sonic the Hedgehog scares me or that kind okay. of thing. That's the new clowns. Whoa. I don't... Whoa! Yeah, I'm 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 calling it now. Yeah, clown. Uh, and now I actually think that's good. It takes some pressure off of clowns. People who are actually afraid oh. of them can do that in peace. Right. Uh, their culture is no longer being appropriated, <laughs> and uh, then people like me don't have to hear it. You don't ever have to hear it. You yeah. don't have to hear it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the like CGI because there are moments where like ooh. That's awful looking, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, it looks like garbage or it's like, oh, that's bizarre. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh, no, now I can't go to bed at night. Oh, true. Very true. I'm going to be careful when I'm opening the closet or walking down an alleyway. <laughs> yes, very true. These are, I mean. If I saw Sonic the Hedgehog in the like, in an alley, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> Give me some Mario, huh? <laughs> I mean, that again, well, actually, I kind of am on the same page. I don't think I would ever feel threatened by, you know, a cartoon animal, even in real life. But the thing clowns have an edge on is at least some of those exist in reality. I know. But doesn't that, like, creep you out? (laughs) What, that they exist? Yes. 
No. That they like that there are these people that are like, I want to put on awful makeup <laughs> and then just go in front of people and like do things. <laughs> You're just basically describing actors. <laughs> I know. As I was saying, I was like, oh, God, that's what I do like every <laughs> night. Just no makeup. Just kind of like, hey, you guys want to see me be dumb? Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I don't find it scary at all. Okay. Uh, but maybe maybe it's like an early childhood thing where like a clown scares yeah. you at some point. And, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Who introduced you to Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Do you remember? Friends in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were like, we think you're going to love this movie. <laughs> and I remember watching and being like, uh-huh. This is the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. How I've not seen it before. Like... And a bunch of friends now uh, out here were like, oh, I watched it on HBO all the time. Oh, that seems I never like a real HBO, HBO movie. Right. Doesn't it? Where it would just play all the time. Mm-hmm. Cheap programming. Yeah. Kind of. But like you turn on the TV and you're like, what is this? And then yeah. it's an hour and a half later. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Totally. Now, The Thing. When was the first time you saw The Thing? I think when I first moved here. I think that was the first time I saw it. So like 2008 or so, okay. eight or nine. And I remember being blown away. Of and like, were you Whoa. scared? Yes. It's a pretty scary movie, yeah. I would say. Yeah, like the, the dog part. Oh, rough. Rough. <laughs> oh, God. No, oh, absolutely you did not too? Okay. I thought you did in like the coolest, calmest way. I was like, whoa, <laughs> nice, I'm mortified. Dude. I'm absolutely mortified. Okay, now you get out of here. I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> this is the final episode. I'm That's so sorry it. to the listener. It's over. <laughs> we, we had a decent it. run. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's a. But then we've got Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, gorgeous man, Un- unbelievably hunky, and yeah. still hunky. He's to been this a hunk day. his whole life. Like now that he, he's in that, he's Santa in those Netflix movies. Wait, he's Santa in a Netflix movie? Yeah, I think there's a couple of them. Like, I think it's Santa Chronicles or something, oh. where he like drives a Mustang instead of a sled or something. Does, it, does the Mustang fly? <laughs> in that movie, it does. <laughs> And then the reindeer are just worthless? I don't I can't remember what happened to the reindeer. <laughs> I can't remember. Wow, that's easily the best looking Santa Claus that's ever existed. Unbelievably hot. Yeah, he's like, he was good looking in his uh, younger years yeah. and he's just aged into it. Yeah. There's really great commentary on like the Blu-ray of the thing where it's him and John Carpenter just watching and just having a blast like just crying laughing through the whole thing and be like you remember this it's delightful john carpenter seems like a good guy he seems so rad and he's like a musician he does it all i've seen him a couple times at the palladium on halloween no way playing with his band uh and his son is in the band and they like now compose a bunch of music together and stuff and it's all instrumental yes he's not singing no that'd be an interesting turn for john carpenter Singer songwriter John Carpenter <laughs> just shows up it's with an acoustic guitar. It's gonna be spooky songs. <laughs> <laughs> Singing spooky songs with an acoustic guitar. Um, no, I mean, but didn't he do the Halloween song? Yeah, classic. Yep. I mean, we all love that. Yeah, it's basically two notes, but he nailed oh, it. He nailed, knocked it, it out of the park. It's so spooky. I think Halloween might be my favorite uh, scary movie. That's it's a great one. It's, it's so one good. of the best. It's so good because. I feel I only watch it like once a year, of course. Right. 
I try to kind of do that with all my, like, not Killer Clowns. I'll watch that nonstop. That's an uh, all-season movie. Yeah, but, like, the thing and how I, like, want to only watch it once a year, mm-hmm. if even, so that it's just so a surprise. You're right, you know, so just you can so, still get like, a little spooked. Even though I know everything that's going to happen, you still are able to be like, oh, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Oh, like, it's, yeah, Shining too. Oh. I'll, like... Wonderful. Always chill out with The Shining so that I can like. The Shining for me is one I can. That is for me a a movie I can watch at any season. Yeah, I feel like I can watch that in the middle of the summer, and it makes sense for some reason. I don't know why. Good. Yeah, I watched it on a uh, on a plane on a flight back to L.A. and it was a blast. That's a fascinating uh, airplane. Isn't that wild? Isn't it? Like I was like looking around to be like. No little kids, right? Because this could mess them up pretty good. <laughs> but I had like noise canceling headphones on, uh-huh. and I just blasted the sound, and it was so fun and scary. On like a tiny screen, I was like, "That's good. That's a good movie." Was the like... movie offered by the airline? Yes. Oh, interesting. I yes. was going to say if you had, like, if it was on your iPad or something, right? While the airline is just reaching on... out and say, "Watch The Shining." Yeah, please watch this. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, I I wouldn't mind watching The Shining on the on a plane. Yeah, it was kind of fun. And it take it's a good length, two good and a half chunk. hours or yes. something. Good chunk. Oh, and boy. it is like when you like hear it. I remember seeing it when ArcLight used to be around. Oh, they would have R.I.P. Like in October, every Tuesday, they would they would mm-hmm. have like classic horror movies. Right. And I remember seeing The Shining, and it was like. I've never heard it this way. Like, I've never heard the movie like this, Mm -hmm. and it was game changer. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a TV at home or whatever. Do you dress up for Halloween? Yes, I've been a hot dog for the last, like, six years. (laughs) (laughs) And it rules, it's perfect, it's easy to put on, it's easy to take off. (laughs) I was almost a hot dog last Halloween. Because I was not in the mood. I About every other year, I'm yeah. in the mood for a costume. This year, I was not in the mood. I eventually was pressured into going to a Halloween party. Okay. Didn't want to just show up in my, my clothes. Right. My friend lent me his hot dog costume. I didn't wear it. I still showed up in my clothes. It's, <laughs> oh! And I think it might still be in my trunk. Whoa! Uh, waiting for next Halloween. There you go. But it's a great costume. Do you have the one where you just... Pull it on and now you you're a hot dog. Pull it on. It's got mustard and relish on it and like grill marks. It rules. <laughs> well, yours sounds way more involved. Is yours the like classic? Well, now. I think there's ketchup and mustard on the classic one. Betsy, now that I'm thinking about it, I think the costume is a packet of ketchup <laughs> <laughs> or a ketchup bottle. It was not a hot dog. Okay. It simply was not a hot dog. <laughs> it's something you put on a hot dog. Yes, I. So there we go. <laughs> Wow. I was picturing a hot dog in the trunk of my car, and now I've returned to reality. It's ketchup. How are you feeling? I feel very disoriented. (laughs) I feel a little sick. I I feel nauseous. I gotta go go figure some stuff out. (laughs) Oh, man. Hot dog. No, ketchup, not hot dog. Ketchup. (laughs) Do you remember your uh, last costume before the hot dog came into your life? Yes. I think I was an elephant. Oh, that's a good a costume. Pink elephant. Oh, did you make the costume? No, j- you know I I found it at a at like um the Hollywood toy and costume or something. Oh, you know where right. it's like once again put on a head <laughs> and then I think it had like fake hands and fake feet. 
That sounds like a. Is it gone from your and life? Maybe a whole suit. No, I think it's. I think I have it still. You've I should got to alternate. I know. That sounds like a good costume. I have a carrot me. outfit. Same thing. Just pop it on your carrot, and you have a green like stock or like <laughs> headband that has a leaf on it. I did. I was that for a long time. A lot of people were like, "Whoa, a long pumpkin." <laughs> Come on! The pumpkin costume only goes mid thigh. Yes. We all know that. We've, you've seen a pumpkin that looks like this? <laughs> Show me it now, you fucking weirdo! <laughs> um, so, but you do now just have these other costumes going to waste. Do you use them for anything? No, I mean, when I used to do sketch comedy, oh, sure. I was a carrot any time I could be a carrot. Just forcing a carrot into any sketch you <laughs> any possibly sketch. could. Hey, you need a waiter? What if uh, she's a carrot? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's been hot dog for It's a, a good while. costume. I want to look at the back of this case yes. and see if we can get any more details. There are no are more there details. Any dis- there are no descriptions, We've got right? uh, ratings. The okay. devil is PG-13. And then Uh-oh. we've got a triple R. All The rest of these are rated R. Hell so yeah. you know they're scary. You, you know, know they're scary and you might see boobies. <laughs> You're guaranteed <laughs> boobies. Uh, from what I can tell, devil, of course, trapped in an elevator. Yeah. Then we, for a long time dead, there's a man holding another man's hair, almost like he's throwing up in a toilet. But oh, I don't think yeah. that that's what's happening. House of Voices is two people wandering through a spooky woods. Oh, nasty. I like, and they've got a lantern, so maybe it's a period piece. It might be a period piece. And then Whisper continues to tell us nothing about the film. It's just a woman standing there looking at the camera. From the the one on the front, the picture of Mm -hmm. the front of Whisper, it looks like it might be kind of an omeny, you know, a little kid. That's right, it's a little boy with a bad haircut. Looking, looking kind of nasty. Yeah, you know the boy's going to be scary. Yes, the boy's going to be gross and have the devil inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've got four movies to watch there now. There you go. We've got Demons Galore. <laughs> Demons Galore. <laughs> do you believe in any sort of supernatural things like that? Yeah, I believe in it all. You do? <laughs> well, I will say. <laughs> it all? Hold on. Now I'm like, wait a second. I, I struggle with... The devil, because I like try to get all of Catholicism out of my brain. Oh, sure, sure. I was raised Catholic, and I don't like it one bit. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so, man. <laughs> um, but I do believe in like ghosts and spirits and right. like, malevolent, malevolent Beings, things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kind I, of spooky shadows. Yeah. And have you ever had an experience with one? You know, I had my first one last year in March. I was. Uh, visiting March? my sister, I remember because I was skiing. Okay. Uh, up in Keystone with my sister and her family, and we rented a little condo. Okay. And I was sharing a room with my two nieces, and and they had gone to bed, and me and my sister and brother in law, we were like hanging out later, and um, everything seemed chill, you know. And at one point, this like this kind of humming came on and my sister like made the remark of like oh god i'm not gonna be able to sleep if i hear this mm-hmm. this is so annoying right. and me and my brother-in-law like what are you talking about <laughs> like had to find it and then be like oh okay so they go to bed and, and there are two bathrooms one kind of towards like the front entrance and then one in the hall and so my sister and brother-in-law were using the one in the hall and i was like i'll use the one in the front and um I went into the room where my nieces were sleeping. And when I was in there, I heard like a, 
Oh. In the living room area. Uh-huh. And it's a very small little condo. So okay. it's kind of like, so I was like, oh, it must be my brother-in-law. Because it sounded just like him, like, huh. But it was coming from the living room. So I was like, okay, he must be up, like, getting water or something, whatever. And so I, like, got my toiletries and came out, and it's pitch black. Oh. Nobody's there. And I was like, oh, no. what? And I, like, look, and I think, like, somebody was in that bathroom, and then the door was closed. And I was like, okay. Okay, I'm not hearing it. Like, and I, like, kind of look around, and I hear again, like, huh. <sighs> <laughs> and it doesn't sound like that humming we had heard or anything that a house would make. And so I like, like scatter, like fucking scooch into the bathroom, like kind of starting to shake. I was like, oh my God, I'm and kind of excited. I was like, oh shit, I think this is a, an exp- I think this is a ghost. Cause like how my body was reacting and stuff was just like. Fly, get out of there! <laughs> like, get out. So I'm like brushing my teeth. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god! You're brushing your teeth while you think a ghost is in the. I gotta get ready for bed, and I'm like, <laughs> and I couldn't like. What am I supposed to do? Like, scream and wake up my nieces? Be like, there's a fucking ghost in Call here! Call a priest! <laughs> get a priest! And so I'm like, in there, finish brushing, my, finish getting ready for bed, and I'm like. Okay, I gotta go out there. Like, I now have to walk back through the <laughs> living room where I've been hearing this breath coming from and get to the bedroom with my nieces where I'm going to stay. And uh I like came out and as I'm leaving I hear <sighs> and I like fucking stop and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like staring into the dark, just being like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then I hear <gasps> and then I fucking bolt into the little room and I'm like, oh my God. And I like, everybody's like, my nieces are asleep. And I'm like, oh my God. And they have to sleep with the door open. And I was like, oh God, I'm going to see a fucking, a, oh. a, fu- a fu- like a big, tall shadow man walking <laughs> through the, like, I was freaking out. I was like shaking and like, was like made sure to not oh. look at the door. And I was like, I think I had an experience. <laughs> So you lost me when you said you had a ghost story that took place in a condo. <laughs> I don't think that a ghost Come has ever on. been in a condo. There are tons of ghosts in condos. Absolutely are not. You, what, what if I said an apartment? Uh, I, yeah, an apartment I could kind of get into it. There's tons but I need of- to know the age of the apartment. I need to picture like a decaying building. I bet these condos were built in like the 80s. Uh, I think too recent. I mean- no way. There's no such thing as too recent. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you there's no such thing. There's no such thing. There, a ghost has never, <laughs> never been in a condo. What are you talking about? They just haven't. What they about Poltergeist can... 3? Wait, is that about a condo? It's in a high rise. And they, you know they own it. You know they own it. It's, you know they own it. They're not renting it. <laughs> we don't know their financial situation. They could be Fair hiding enough. a lot from us. Shit. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. They're, they're probably uh, in severe debt. And are, they have this beautiful Whoa, apartment. Okay, <laughs> they're not okay. calling that a condo. Yeah, ghosts can haunt a house, a manor, a mansion, an apartment, depending on the age, a shack, a cottage. Did they got a, you play mash? <laughs> <laughs> condo never comes into play. I'm sorry. No, I'm telling you, something was up because my body reacted like it had never reacted Ooh, before. Did you have a chill? Yes, like mm. a, like I truly have never felt what I felt that night, where it was like it feels like another thing is here, and it's not my brother in law. <laughs> like that is not him 
sighing or right. whatever. It it was wild. I mean, the ghost sounded so over it until Truly, you scared the ghost. Until I scared the ghost. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's quite an experience. Yeah. I guess you have to be open to it. Right. Oof. Have you ever had anything unexplainable or just kind of like, have you seen anything where you're like, what was that? <laughs> The only I I don't really buy into any of this, and this story is not that exciting or interesting. <laughs> um, but my yes, <laughs> yes, turn it up, everybody. <laughs> and I don't even want to classify it as scary because it's almost sweet. Okay, my great grandma, oh, nice. my great grandma would always uh, uh, cut up greeting cards as puzzles yes. to give to us for our birthdays, oh. and she would write on them, "Life is a puzzle, and so am I." And she uh, passed away, uh, maybe. Uh, 15 years ago or okay. something. Uh, while I was living in LA, maybe 2011, 2012, I was walking to work one day. Mm. About halfway through the walk, I heard in my head, life is a puzzle and so am I. I get to work. Uh, go to work, blah, blah, blah. Go home, give my mom a call and she says, it's great grandma's birthday. <gasps> Dude. Fascinating, See, something's, something's up. I mean, I could explain, the logical explanation is I remember her birthday and I had forgotten and then, it subconsciously, like, subconsciously was thinking about but it. But even that's like pretty that's, cool, man. Yeah, it's a nice little thing my brain did for kind of me. Like the brain is nuts. We yes. can all agree on that. Like the brain does wild, Scientists wild agree. things. Scientists the brain is nuts. Agree. Yeah, the brain is nuts. <laughs> Ask any neurologist. <laughs> yeah, it's nutty, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's crazy. But it is like, because a lot of stuff, even my experience, you could be like, oh, I'm, maybe I was just like, right. truly hearing something like, mm-hmm. somebody know, above you, somebody below. So, like something, and maybe my, I don't know. But it's more fun to believe it's it was like fun. this ghost that, had a bad day, and it's yeah, just like, it was just dying. like maybe went skiing and like <laughs> hurt their back or something. Just like oh, I can't do it like I used to. <sighs> okay, <laughs> and now it's trapped in a condo where it should not be. Oh, I think we should play a game. Okay, um, let's play. We're gonna play a game called Gift Master. Oh, <gasps> I need a number between one and ten from you. Oh, and I say it. You say it to me. To you. To me. And then I'll use it for my own purposes. Okay. Four. Okay. I have to do some light calculating with this number. Whoa. Right now you have the mic. You okay. can do whatever you want. You can recommend, promote, just talk to the listener, do okay. whatever you want. Okay. You got to do some math. I was never good at math, but that's okay. Um, you know what is fun to try to do is like when you're a little drunk or stoned or something, try to do long division. It's really hard. I also have sometimes tried to do the SATs. That's also really hard. Um, what else? What else? I do have, I meant to say, I do have a paranormal podcast um, where we listen to people's stories and stuff. You should check it out. It's called A Funny Feeling. What else is happening? Um, it's a lovely day. You know, uh, I've been watching Traders on Peacock. Has anybody watched that? It's pretty fun. I highly recommend it. Uh, it takes place in a Scottish castle, and it's a bunch of people like kind of playing that game murder or mafia. Uh, have you watched it? I've watched the first episode, and I yeah. need to uh, continue because yeah. it's, it's very fun, interesting. Huh? Yeah, it's nice when a reality show has a strong theme. Yes, Not, you don't get that that often anymore. Right. I've been watching Alone. Which has enough, oh. uh, and also I've a strong theme. I only watched one episode of that, and I feel that I was like, and that's enough for me. <laughs> like, a dude shot a squirrel, like, 
directly <gasps> like in the head with a bow and arrow, and I was just like, oh my wow, god. Wow, you've spoiled something for Uh-oh, me. Oh, I don't know which season that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've only seen them squish mice with a rock, which oh. is truly disgusting, and then they eat it. And then they eat it. Oh, it's, that's it's, hard to watch. It's intense. It's an intense show. <laughs> it really like, is. Oh, it's you really see people intense. just l- losing pounds and pounds. They're just totally emaciated by the end. But I did watch an episode yesterday. The guy left literally within 12 hours. And I thought, oh, what did you think this was going to be? Yes. Come on. I feel the, the the one episode I watched, a dude fell and hurt his ankle and immediately had to. And it was oh. like, yeah, man, this sucks. Like, this is tough <laughs> to do. <laughs> I, I feel bad for the uh, second to last person because to oh. think you've been you have been through hell. Yeah. You've eaten mice or oh, whatever you've yes. done. Yes. And you lose? And you lose. Weeks or months of your life just vanish and you get nothing? Oh, that that's tough. And you kind of kind of don't even become a reality star. No. Nobody really cares about their personalities. R- right. Oh, awful. Hate to hear it. Oof. Uh, this is how we play Gift Master. Okay. I'm going to name three celebrities. Uh-oh. And then I'm going to name three gifts, things you can give away. Okay. You're going to tell me which gift you're going to give which celebrity and why. <laughs> okay, okay, Does that okay. make perfect sense? Yes, that's fun. Okay, these are the celebrities. Number one, SZA. We love SZA. SZA. R&B rap. Yes. Uh, wonder. Uh, number two, Robert Smith of The Cure. Okay. Uh, icon. Yeah. Absolute icon. We love Robert Smith. And number three, another, I mean, we have so many great celebrities, Joan Cusack. Oh, man. So this is a nice mix of people. Yeah. Um, these are the gifts. Okay. Uh, number one, a link to an interesting article. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, number two, a sleeveless shirt and the <gasps> confidence to wear it. Oh, Joan. And number three, David Duchovny. Okay. So you will be giving them David Duchovny. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh. Okay. I think, I truly think shirt with no sleeves and the confidence to wear it. Joan Cusack. She'll kill it. <laughs> she'll look good at that. <laughs> but I feel like she probably already has the confidence to wear it. Okay, okay. She does have the confidence. But I don't want to talk you off. I, no, that's fair enough. We don't know where Joan currently is in She's her got the sleeveless confidence. journey. She played Debbie in, in uh, Adam's Family Values. She's got the confidence. <laughs> She's the best. She was so good in Adam's Family Values. Incredible. She, you can always count on her. She, like Even yes. if she's in a movie that's not great you'll know she's in, in engaging and fun to watch she is so good yes is okay she, is she john's sister yes interesting yes. john and joan john and joan do you think there's like a june in there i hope not because we don't know who she is and everyone's <laughs> forgotten june i never wanted to act okay <laughs> i never wanted to so it's not a big deal <laughs> I never wanted to be charming and like loved by America. It's not a big deal. Those ten years were a different thing. I <laughs> yeah, was... that was a whole different thing. <laughs> These headshots were for me. Yeah, yeah. Just me and me alone. All those acting classes. <laughs> they were just for me to get confident in public speaking, which I don't even want to do anymore. <laughs> okay, June. Shit, chill. Okay, okay. Maybe, but they all seem pretty confident. That's the thing. I I want you to go with your gut here. I, I you don't. I'm not going to talk no, you. No, you met you messed it all up. <laughs> My gut doesn't know what to do now. Um, I kind of want to give David Duchovny to SZA <laughs> and have them like do something together. You know, that seems like a good duo. Wouldn't that be a funny New duo? X Files? New X Files. What a pair they would be. 
There we go. I feel like SZA would be a, like a very charismatic. Uh, what are they? F, no, they're what is Agent. the agency they work for? The, <laughs> I have no idea. The alien agency. Yeah, CIA. But then, uh, is it CIA? Beyond? I feel like Annalise is typing into the computer, trying desperately to find out what uh, FBI. FBI. Interesting, but they okay. look into strange things. Yeah. Okay. okay. FBI. SZA and David. Yeah, so I think they should be the FBI. I would love to see that team. Files. Okay. Um, So maybe, yeah, you know, you know, wait, here we go. Uh, uh, Sleeveless shirt to Robert Smith. This is making more sense to me. And then send a link uh, to Joan. (laughs) And then I hope that she's like, wow, that was really a good article. Joan seems like the sort of person that would get the link and actually click through, would read it, maybe give you a call. Probably, and be like, you want to discuss this? And I'd be like, wait, I didn't read, I only read the headline. <laughs> you tell me what it was? I'm caught. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, you tell me what it was. It just reminded me of you, I didn't read it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Robert's getting into uh, late middle age. He's he's yeah. uh, pretty pale. Uh, yes. He's probably not wearing a lot of sleeveless tops at right. this point. Uh, but to but give him that. like, hey, let's get back. Yeah, get back throw on it. a tank or a, you know, what. What's another sleeveless shirt? I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't wear them. <laughs> I don't I'm have not confidence. in a sleeveless shirt. Yeah, I'm not walking no around. No way. T- oh, that takes a lot of confidence. It really does. Uh, but to give that to Robert would be such a gift at this point yeah. in his life. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're uh, welcome. Decently played. I mean, I had to get in there and save you. You know, most you really did. I almost really ate shit there. <laughs> I almost really biffed it, but you saved me. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are so welcome, and those celebrities are welcome. Um, okay, well, decently played. It's time for the last segment of the podcast. <gasps> this is called I Said No Emails. People write in to I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. And I should also be clear, listener, you can also send in uh, suggestions for our games there as well, because people get a little confused. Fine. They'll send them everywhere and... Feel free to use that email for whatever. Just don't send any, you know, pornographic images. Um, <laughs> as I, as I happened. They, <laughs> I said no gifts at gmail.com. People write in. They're okay. desperate for answers. Yes, okay. My listeners, their lives are in ruin. Oh, no. Oh, it's awful to hear. Oh, no. And so I, uh, you know, my life is perfect. Yeah. Everything's going right for me at all yeah. times. Same. Uh, and so I occasionally... Say, hey, I'm going to reach out and help. Oh, nice. And my list or my guest always helps. Will you help me? Yes. Okay, let me read this email. Let's see here. Okay. All right. Hi, Bridger and disrespectful but sensual guest. Now that's Whoa. an interesting qualifier. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Do with that what you will. Um, I need your help. My father-in-law and his unhinged <gasps> wife, one of, and then in parentheses, one of her favorite things is dismissing people from her life by letting letting them know they're dead to her. Okay, so they, the father-in-law and wife are yes. horrible gift givers. The bad part is that they are firm believers in quantity over quality. So when they do oh. give gifts to not only myself and my husband, but also to our five- and seven-year-old girls, <gasps> it's in piles, piles of wrapped <laughs> garbage, pamphlets and travel-sized toiletries from uh, the dozens of trips they take through the year, oh. ill-fitting, off-season, off-brand clothes that were either from a bargain bin or state fair, or toys that even a dog wouldn't be interested in. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the point that some of them never make home... Uh, Make them home. What? 
Oh, it? like they oh, throw they them never out even the get window? Home. We either throw them out right in the trash or <laughs> donate them. Okay, there you okay, go. Okay, they're making a lot of stops on the way home. They, <laughs> use, uh, they used to at least throw a gift card in that would be useful in some way, but now we get the piles of crap and nothing oh. else. Oh. They make such a huge ordeal out of it, especially uh, how long it took her to wrap it all, so we have to act grateful, oh. when in reality we want to just tell them to save themselves the time and money and don't bother, or really maybe ask us what size the girls wear or what oh. they're into so that they have a better chance of getting them something they'd actually use and enjoy. Please also keep in mind we live in an apartment in New York City, so we are also constantly decluttering, and the last thing we need is more stuff. Is it rude to point this out? Or to suggest maybe gifting an experience like tickets to a show or a day at a museum and restaurant? Please help us navigate this tricky trash. Thank you. And that's from Dana. Dana in New York has an issue. Dana in New York. (laughs) Look... What I'm seeing immediately, yeah. Dana's father-in-law and wife, they are putting a lot of effort into getting gifts. They are out there. They're traveling the world. They're thinking about the daughter-in-law and her yeah. ha- her Do- partner and the grandchildren. They're thinking, what can we get them? Right. Pamphlets, <laughs> hotel shampoo, uh, toys, uh, this like uh, irregular <laughs> shirt. And then they, you know, they're putting them together, these gorgeous Piles. prize packages. <laughs> yeah. And... I don't know. They probably live in some, some small town and they're trying their best. Well, meanwhile, Dana and partner and children, yes. fancy New York. <laughs> they're getting these gifts and they think they're all shit. Yeah. They're like, this isn't FAO Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my giant keyboard? <laughs> Where's my giant keyboard? And meanwhile, and Dana clearly has some ideas. She wants tickets to Broadway. There you go. That's so New York. Yeah. She wants to go to a museum. She's got to be at the Met. The Met. She's got to be at the, the uh, uh, Guggenheim. Ba- ma- mama. <laughs> What's the best? Mama. Uh, MoMA. MoMA, that's but, uh, the one. I think, I, I think we should start calling it MoMA now. Have you all been to MoMA? It's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's oh, <incredible>. boy. <laughs> I haven't been to New York in a while. It shows. Yeah. yeah. God, you sound like a hick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Dana has really embarrassed herself here. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, this is humiliating, Dana. Uh <laughs> She's talking about how the dogs won't even accept yeah, gifts. Yeah, that's that's wild. So what do we tell Dana in this situation? I think, Dana, I think what you do is you send a letter <laughs> with letters cut out of a magazine <laughs> <laughs> saying, hey, stop giving whatever family name is these piles of gifts. We don't want them. If you do it, we're going to come and kidnap you. <laughs> and then they'll be like, okay, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> So they they uh, are going to believe that some third party some is third party. witnessing yes. this gift giving and is like stepping in. Yes, and you can hey, you can add that into your letter. Be like, we've been watching you for years. <laughs> you don't know who we are. You don't know where we're from. But we've been watching you give these gifts, and you need to stop, or else we're going to come and kidnap you. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a great solution. There you go. I mean, Dana has obviously kind of exposed them on this podcast, which is, <laughs> yeah. we, I'm sure they're both listeners. Yeah. And uh, so we just kind of have to attack Dana as much as possible <laughs> here so that the father-in-law and wife, uh, we, I don't, why is she not the mother-in-law? Could she be the stepmother-in-law? You know, you would, yeah, but I think maybe there's that thing there where it's like, and wife. And wife. <laughs> yeah. 
hey, my mother-in-law, I'll tell you what. You know, yeah, probably stepmother-in-law or whatever. Let's give, uh, you know, give this woman some respect. She's yeah. going out of her way to get so many gifts. And she's obviously hit some hard times. She's no longer leaving the gift cards in there. Right. And she's got these awful people in her life that are just, <laughs> just terrible. She's being so mean. Dana, don't write back into the podcast. You've got your answer, and it was perfect. It yeah. Was, we absolutely... We'll, we'll make the letter for you if you want. I love making... What are those notes? Ransom what do you notes? Call, oh, ransom notes. Yeah, I guess those are... Do you ever send those preemptively? Yeah, it, it chills people out. <laughs> if somebody's been bothering me, I'll send them out, and then they'll shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like those are usually done after the fact. Yeah, usually. But I guess sending one in advance, that's yeah. a nice little threat. Keep them on their toes. <laughs> and it's always, almost always about kidnapping. It's not like... For the most part, right? Or what like, other information are you conveying through the clipped letters? I don't know. And we all know the the magazine industry is in shambles. Where are you oh, getting I these know. magazines? You remember in Truman Show how he would rip out eyes and noses and stuff to try to put that lady together? He makes her face <laughs> yeah. perfectly. Perfectly. Yes. <laughs> it looks so much like her. I'm just re remembering this. I feel like they just basically I took that actor's photos and then... I think they did. Like, those eyes, it's like, those are her eyes, man. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, that was a mistake on the filmmaker's part for yeah, sure. Yeah, come on. We got some notes from a movie that came out 20 years ago. Have you seen that movie recently? Yeah. Does it hold up? I watched it on an airplane. <laughs> I've been on so many Same as The Shining? Um, uh, same flight okay. from Montreal to LA. Okay. Different time. Oh, right. Uh, but they offer Air Canada. Air offers The Shining and Truman Show. <laughs> well, some tasteful picks. Yeah. But it holds up? It really does. Maybe I should give that movie a shot again. And it kind of like, because I had seen it when it came out, and so I, I was like a teenager, if even. And rewatching it as an adult, it kind of makes you think. <laughs> oh, no, this is where, this is your red pill. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. where it's like, uh, like, it definitely just makes me be like, what is existence? Just a little bit. Just a little well, bit. Well, that's how it starts. Just yeah. a mild thought. And then, like, yeah. my haircut just kind of unravels you. Have I been looking for hidden cameras and thinking everybody's <laughs> watching The Betsy Show? No, I haven't turned it over chairs. <laughs> You'll never really know. That's kind You'll of a frightening really thought. Know. There's kind of nothing you can do to find out. No. I mean, but I feel like The Truman Show, there are some. Some pretty there's some red flags where the wife's like doing a commercial. <laughs> yes, yes. I haven't seen that. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. So I think I'm in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm gonna give that movie another shot. You should. It was. It, it's good. Do you get emotional while watching movies on planes? Yes, and I've talked to friends about this. Uh, yeah, I, I get way more like I like cry more. Mm -hmm. I I like cried at Scrooged. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of Scrooge, I was like kind of sobbing. I was like, oh my God. I cried at, like, I was watching Amazing Race Canada <laughs> and I was like crying. Like, it's a thing, right? Yeah, I think like your body is weakened or something. Yeah. It's like almost like a degree of being sick where you're like, Whoa. you're just like not quite as strong mentally or yeah. something. Yeah. Because do you feel that way? Yeah, I do feel that yeah. way. I mean, the last time I really sobbed at a movie, I had. I mean, sobbed at media was when I had strep throat and maybe oh. 
2015. And the two things that made me cry yeah. were Bridge of Spies, the Steven Spielberg movie. Whoa! S- sobbing. Yeah. Absolutely sobbing. Whoa! And Shark Tank. I was crying. I Isn't thought they were being too mean wild? to the uh, the pitchers. Or is that what we call them? The I sales? Guess, yeah. The <gasps> entrepreneurs. Yes. yes. Absolutely crying, saying they're being too mean to them. Oh my! Isn't that wild? I don't know. Where it just sets you like all <laughs> yeah. commercials will kill me. Well, like, commercials are the most manipulative thing of all. Those assholes, man. Those assholes. They really are pushing Ugh. your buttons to get you to buy they Kleenex really or whatever. Are. Last night I got really mad at one, <laughs> and it's it? one of those where it's like, it was, it was a pill. Okay, they're all pills now. There's so many that are pills. And it was just the list for what could fuck you up from the pill was way longer than any of like, I couldn't tell you what the pill does, <laughs> but I do. Te- I could tell you like there's a good chance you'll die from taking the pill. Oh and they just kept listing stuff. And I just kept getting angrier and angrier because they were also showing like real like older people being ha- mm-hmm. And it was just like, fuck you, man. What you're saying is this pill is going to like. Give blood you clots. like increased heart, pr- right. like a high blood Hair pressure, loss. Sh- like all this crazy. Sh- it just it really made me mad. Yeah, of course, oh. I feel like the one of those I've seen recently. Have you seen the one that there's like a song about having diarrhea? <gasps> oh, they've, probably, they've gotten out right? of they've gotten out of hand, and it's really all of the commercials are now pharmaceuticals. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a real. It's a big bummer. <laughs> it's, it's like, and most of the time, it's like. Do, are you feeling kind of this way? Ask your doctor about this. Or it's like, this seems like, this is that's a crazy way to be like, I they think I need this pill. They plant they the seed. So you seed. start, it's a kind of a WebMD sort of thing. We're like, I kind of feel that yeah. way. And then your doctor, the vulture, has been circling you, ready to sell you the thing. I mean, let's be honest. I'm fully on board with the medical community. <laughs> I should be clear about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a, a pill for everything. There's a pill. There's pills for when you have to take other pills. Is that true? Yes. Where they're like, if you're doing this treatment, you're going to also want to do this treatment. (laughs) It's like, no, man, this is too crazy, dude. (laughs) This is too crazy. (laughs) Oh, it bums me out so much. It's a drag. It's an absolute drag. But now I have... These four, <gasps> these four films, commercial free. You have to let me know how they are. Spook filled, you know, every one of them a different scare at every corner. Yeah. Uh, what if this like, what if these movies mess you up forever? Like the next time I see you, you're like getting pushed around with like crazy long white hair, <laughs> and like your like fingernails are like touching the ground. It's like what the fuck happened? Well, the same will have happened to you from the Truman Show. <laughs> Oh, no. I'll meet you there. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, a horror movie does have that potential. The I know. Strangers did that to me. Dude. One Ooh. of the scariest movies ever. Easily one of the scariest yeah. movies ever. That's one I'll watch only like every couple of years. Like, and I need to have somebody there with me. Me too. I, I could never watch it by myself. Oh. I could never watch it by myself. Like, I tried once. I had to turn it you? off. I had to turn it off oh, and wait for somebody to come over. Oh, God. <sighs> Betsy. I've had such a wonderful time with you Same. here today. I've got my what movies. Yes. I mean, we got through our little disagreement. <laughs> you played the game fine. <laughs> Shit. We taught a listener a lesson. We did. I mean, who could ask for more? I don't know. If you do ask for more, get out of here. Get out of here. Leave us alone. There's got to be a podcast with more. <laughs> there must There's be. There's so many podcasts. Get looking. We don't need you. No. 
Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Listener, the podcast is, you know, wrapping up here. You saw the signs. You were feeling it. You knew that this was going to end. And so I know you started doing your other things. You started getting ready for your other activities for the day. And I love that. I'm so happy for you. You've got a little head start. Go do whatever you need to do. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? When I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit ExactlyRightStore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!